Welcome to Storytime with Rabbi Yitzhiers. Hi, everyone. I am your host, Rabbi Yitzhiers, together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick. Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that j Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on jwitradio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kaya from the Maya, extreme martial arts demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, others abundant program, uh, 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 your, your yeshiva, your banos, your basyakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a uh, bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- 375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local farm store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirbs at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story, I guess. Okay. All righty. Um, so uh, how are you feeling, Yossi? I'm feeling fine. How about you? I'm feeling fine also. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> do you have a story? Uh, do I have a story? I-, I-, I was hoping you had a story. 
Well, uh, I, I, well, I was hoping that you had a story. Wait a minute. If I don't have a story, and then you don't have a story, then who's going to have the story? I guess Hakadosh Baruch has the story. Wow, I never heard his voice before. Well, <laughs> we know his presence is here. There's a lot to show that Hashem is watching the world. Okay, so um, let's start off with a story. That's what we're here for. Right, so start. Uh, but I don't know a story. <laughs> Very good, Yassi. Okay, so I guess I'll start. Okay, once upon a time. <laughs> funny, funny. All stories start like that once upon a time. Well, okay. Uh, maybe upon a time once. Uh, upon a time once? I never tried that one before. <laughs> okay, so anyway, so uh, what's the story about? Well, uh, pick a time period. Uh, before there were cars and trucks and buses. Okay, what about airplanes? Well, if there was no cars and buses and airplanes, then there was no airplanes. Very good. How about helicopters? Well, there wasn't any... Okay, just kidding around. Okay, so, did you really believe that I didn't have a story? I, I don't know. With you, I never know. <laughs> that part is true. But I'm a person that has a little bit talking in Hashem, and you should too. <laughs> I do, I do. I have a talking that he's going to take care of you to make sure you take care of me. <laughs> That's pretty good, talking. Okay, anyways, our story goes back to a spice dealer. Uh, is this a Nagelvasa one? No, 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 no. You think he's the only Nagelvasa guy in the territory? But it did happen in the Middle East. It did happen, you know. And uh, so let me tell you, it was in the Middle East territory. Okay, so what, what, what does it have to do with a spice dealer? And there also was a gem dealer. <laughs> a gem dealer and a spice dealer. Uh, it doesn't mix, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't get it. Well, they happen to be friends. Friends, wow. So they were trading things, and like this guy gave him diamonds, and he gave him a bit of, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, schmeck tabak, you know, sm uh, smelling tobacco or something like that, or or he gave him some spices that smelled, you know, eucalyptus or something like that. Well, no, not exactly. They were friends, they grew up together, and of course they learned in cheder together, and I guess in those days they didn't have like yeshivas like now. I guess not. Did they have bus service? Wait a minute. Didn't you just say you wanted the story in a time period that there... You're right. If there was no cars and trucks, then there was no buses. <laughs> Maybe they had a wagon bus. Uh, no. Yeah. Anyways, so the bottom line is like this. These two guys were great friends, and they did business, and you know how it works. They have to go to the trade markets, and they have to sell things, and they have to buy things. And it means that every now and then they have to travel because if they don't travel, they can't get new spices and they can't get new gems, okay? Aha! Uh -huh. So what happened? They went traveling and they met and they were attacked by an evil bird called the sparrow, right? Uh, no, 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 no. Your imagination is running wild, you know? It sounds like you're ready for Adar. I'm always ready for Adar. Okay, uh, so, uh, so what happened? Okay, if you give me a chance, I'll tell you. Anyways, what happened is as follows. These two people were friends. And one would say to the other, Ah, Perala, you know something? We have a, such a great friendship our friendship has been with us for so long. And, of course, his friend Tuli would say, Ah, yes, yes, of course, of course. <laughs> we are friends, loyal and void. Yes, I'd be as Mashiach, and when Mashiach comes, we'll still be friends. Ah, yes, that's right. I most certainly will. So, the Maisa, I just wanted to tell you that um, I have to go on my uh, routine business trip. Ah, uh, yes, and so happens that I have to do it also. 
Um, so, um, uh, uh, what do you propose, huh? Well, Tully, um, I propose that, um... Wait a minute, wait a minute, so one second. Yeah, okay, Tully, I like the name. Barrel is the other one, so which one is the spice dealer? Well, which one do you want to be the spice dealer? Um, well, the spice dealer, he has the spicy voice, so, uh, uh, Tully should be the spice dealer. You mean the one that talks like, ah, we're friends for so long. Yeah, yeah, that's the one, that's the one. So he should be the spice dealer. So Tully is the spice dealer, and Beryl, because he talks so elegant. You mean like this? Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So he should be the gem dealer. All right, so, um, should I begin like this? Yeah, yeah, Mr. Beryl, go ahead. All right. So, uh, Tully... I have to make one of my trips here because I have to uh, purchase some more gems and bring them here. And, you know, it's my uh, routine time that I have to do that. So uh, I'll be uh, joining a caravan. And, uh, you know, uh, while I go on this caravan, you know, can I trust you with something I want to tell you? (laughs) Of course you can. We're friends, aren't we? Yes, yes. Baruch Hashem. We dance at each other's chasna. I remember it well. <laughs> you stand on your head pretty good. Can you still do that? I, I don't know. I didn't do it in a while, but uh, maybe I could. You know, you want to see? Uh, no, no, it's quite all right. I was just kidding around. Anyways, you know, we're friends for a long, long time. And now, you know, the roads are getting very dangerous. Yeah, I know. They're getting extremely dangerous. Yes, they are extremely dangerous. And it's not possible to travel alone or in small groups. I have to join up with a caravan. Uh, yeah, 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 I know, I know. The last time when I was uh, going to buy new spices, uh, <clears throat> I also had to, uh, um, you know, like uh, go over and, and, and get a caravan, you know. I, I really did. I, I, I honestly, Mamish, I, Mamish, you know, I kind of, you know, like I joined up with a caravan. But, you know, so, so what, what, what you, you're telling me about your trips? Is that what you want to tell me? I mean, so what, what's the thing? Well, you know, I don't want my wife to worry, nor my children. And, you know, it seems to me that the roads are getting more dangerous and caravans are hiring more guards and therefore they're charging much more money to join their caravan. But on the end, if I don't join the caravan, you know, <laughs> I won't be able to buy gems and bring them back here safely. So... I have no choice, but some of these robbers, these thieves, they get very daring lately. Yeah, and so, and therefore what? What are you trying to say? Well, uh, what I want to say is... uh, 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 You want to clear your throat? I mean, then we get Yossi over here to do that. I'm not going to mix in with the story, you know. I don't even know if I know the story yet. Uh, That's better. That's even better. Then you'll be quiet because you want to try to figure out the story. I'm not sure yet. Maybe if I recognize in the middle, I'll start telling a piece. <laughs> Maybe. But in the meanwhile, uh, should we continue? Um, uh, okay, uh, Tully, Beryl? Uh, yes, okay. So, Tully, what I wanted to tell you is like this. As I noticed that the roads are getting terrible, and I want you to know the last time I traveled, there was a group of bandits that tried to attack our caravan. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. The armed guards were able to repel them. But what I'm trying to tell you is that they're getting more and more daring, you know, and as a result of that, the fact that they're getting more and more daring could be that, you know, it's getting more dangerous for one to travel. So if Chas V'Sholem, 
I don't want to scare my wife or anything like that or my children. Well, Hans Sholem, if anything happens to me, I would like to leave. Now, you should do me a favor. Make sure that, if possible, I have a Jewish burial if they find my body. Oh, oh please, stop talking like that. Come on. You're, you're talking like you're dead already. <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. You, you're not dead, you know. Hans <laughs> Sholem, you know what I mean? Well, um, <clears throat> let me tell you like this. If Hans Sholem, anything happens to me, promise me that you'll take care of my family until they can get back on their feet or until it's proven that I'm not here in this world anymore, and therefore my wife would be able to marry again, and my children would be able to have a father to take care of them as well. So what do you say? Of course I would do that. You're my friend. And I'm sure if I asked you the same thing, you would do the same for me, right? Uh, well, uh, if the next time that you are traveling to buy spices and you're going with the caravan and um, <clears throat> it seems to be a dangerous time period, yes, I would definitely uh, uh, keep the same promise for you. Oh, that's great. And so, sure enough, I know this part, I can figure it out. So, sure enough, both of these guys, you know, Beryl and Tully, you know, Beryl is the gem dealer, and he's a gem of a guy, you know what I mean? And the spicy fella, you know, <laughs> uh, Tully, you know, he's a nice guy, though, you know. Anyways, you know, the spice of life <laughs> with a little rice. But anyways, that just rhymes. Anyway, so what I want to say is like this. So, um... Tully and, 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 you know, Beryl, they had this agreement and so on and so forth. And, of course, this was going on for years and years. But then one day it happened the most unusual thing. Uh-oh. Right? Am I so far right? Yes. So tell them what the unusual thing is. I have no idea. I just figured out that's probably what's going to happen next, you know, because you're building up their friendship and everything like that, and then now something has to happen. That's right. Something does have to happen. So this is where I take over. Uh I guess so, until I figure out the next part. Okay. So one day it happened that Beryl went over to Tully and said, Uh, Tully, I have to travel again. Usually I don't go at this time of year, but, you know, business, Baruch Hashem, was doing so well, and uh, I'm running out of jewels and special uh, orders, and I really have to travel to other countries to get these special gems. So I'm going to go on the caravan. So do you remember our deal? <laughs> Of course I remember your deal, and our deal, my deal, your deal, our deal. Of course I remember it. No question about it. But I do have something to mention to you. Yes, what is it? Uh, this time around, <laughs> spices have been going very well lately, and uh, I kind of ran out earlier than usual, and it so happens that I'm also going on this caravan. What? <laughs> We're both going at the same time? Well, one good thing is... Yes, what's the one good thing? Uh, one good thing is that the two of us could be chavrusis along the way. That's a kaval de kazakh. I like that idea. Sure, no problem. <laughs> That's great. That's really fantastic. I like that idea very much. Okay, so we're both going to be on the same caravan. Oy, oy, oy. So what happens if something happens? Well, hopefully, Bez Hashem, nothing will happen. And if it happens, uh, that it has to happen, to happen, to happen, then hopefully it'll only happen to one of us, okay? And not the other one, okay? But hopefully, Bez Hashem, it won't happen, okay? Uh, um, you know, that's the great thing about you, Tully. You confuse me sometimes. All right. But remember, Chas V'Sholem, something happens to me. Yeah, 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 I know the routine. I'll take care of you, and, and you know, if I'm nearby, I'm going to make sure I bury you and everything like that, and I'll let everybody know properly. And, uh, of course... Yes, of course. I'll do the same thing for you. 
Yes, very good, very good. So, so we're all settled, huh? So uh, the caravan leaves tomorrow, you know. <laughs> so uh, I'll see you tomorrow, right? After Shachris, right? You know, we got it done with the early minion because it wants to leave early. Yes, yes, I know. Well, done with the early minion. No problem, no problem at all. And so, sure enough, they went to Davin with the early minion. Meanwhile, unknown to them, there was a gang of bandits who were very disappointed and disgruntled that they were not able to successfully rob some caravans. And let's go to their leader. This is very bad. I do not like this very much. It seems to be that uh, <clears throat> these caravan leaders are arming themselves much more than usual. They are unto us. And we cannot beat them so easily. We attack lately, and then we are forced to turn back. So, what do you suppose we do? Anyone have any suggestions? Yeah. I have a suggestion. What is it? Well, Abdul, what happens if we stop robbing people and earn an honest living? <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? Ha <laughs> ha! Fun for you. I'm a thief. I've been a thief since I was born. How could you be a thief since you were born? Because I was born into a thievery family. My father was a thief and his grandfather was a thief. And I am the third generation thief. Hi, to work? Me? Are you out of your mind? I should do an honest living? No. Just going to come up with a plan. Uh, okay, but every time uh, you come up with a plan, um, um, it seems to be that uh, 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 y y you don't win. Uh, may, may I suggest something? If it works, you can suggest something. What is it? Well, you know, um, you see, what happens is like this. Um, every time we attack, so, so the, 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 the armed guards, um, they always seem to, like, counterattack us, right? <laughs> and sometimes uh, they're much better trained than us, right? So the object is we have to capture, um, you know, we have to attack them um, uh, by surprise. But we do attack them by surprise. They are traveling, and all of a sudden we come down from all sides. I don't understand what you're saying. You see, um, they're prepared for that kind of surprise. See, because the, the leaders of the guards, um, um, they, um, they always look like um, to the left, and then someone look to the right, and then some look upside down, and some look, you know what I mean? Um, Upside down. Well, I mean, um, like they look in every direction, you see? Now, uh, what I think, actually, that's my personal opinion. I'm asking your personal opinion if it's good. Okay, then it's good. Okay, so anyway, so um, I was thinking like this. We come up with this kind of plan. We send down a first group of bandits, and they come um, from two sides, right? Yes, like we always do. Right, right, right. And then we engage in the battle, right? But that's not all of our men. <laughs> What are you talking about? Well, we, we, we force them uh, uh, to chase after us. Right? You understand what I'm saying? You see, look, look. Uh, here's a map uh, of, of that area where we usually attack, you see? Now, here's a mountain over here. See that mountain? Yes. And here's another mountain over there. 
Yes. And here's a mountain over there. Yes. And here's a mountain over there. Are we just top of the mountains and tell me what we're doing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so uh, what I'm saying, oh, yes. Um, so, so, uh, what we have to do um, is like this. You see, um, 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 you see, um, um, we, we, we attack, you know, like, make it look like, you know, like we attack the usual way from two sides, and then they'll fight us, right? And then when we see, uh, well, we kind of look like we're losing, <laughs> we'll pull back. <laughs> Get it? Yes, and? And then you see this picture over here, you see, like, the, in the map, the drawing of the rocks over here? Yes, the, the narrow path, yes. What about it? Well, well, I was just thinking, um, what we can do uh, is when it comes to the narrow path, you see, so we'll, we'll, we'll let them chase us all the way there, right? And the rest of <laughs> us bandits <laughs> will be hiding on these tops over here. See, like on the top here, top there. And then when he, we pass through, meaning like you are leading the man through, right? And then I will think, maybe I stay behind with the ambush, you know what I mean? And then when they come chasing after you, they'll be stuck in that gorge, right? And then suddenly you'll stop, and you'll turn around, and then you'll start fighting back. And then when they put up a fight, we'll come popping out from over here. See? And we'll come from this side. <laughs> Isn't that a good idea? It's a brilliant idea. So let me make sure I understand this correctly. We don't attack them here like the usual spot. Instead, we attack them a little further up over here, which is not so far from this gorge over here. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so now, um, we attack like the usual formation, but let them think that they outnumber us or outsword us or whatever. Then we go from here, and then we go, uh, or we retreat going through here. Then when they come here, a group of our men, the rest of them, suddenly attack and jump on them, catch them completely by surprise, destroy them, and then we can take over the whole caravan, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> Is it good or what? You're brilliant. How come you never spoke up before? Because I'm not the leader. <laughs> I'm just a guy who brings you your coffee. <laughs> well, for a guy who brings coffee, you think pretty wisely. Hmm. I may give you a promotion. Uh, oh, really? Uh, you mean when I bring the coffee, I could put sugar in it? <laughs> no, I may make you a squad leader of one of our bands of robbers. <laughs> I like it very much. Okay, prepare the men for the plan. And so, sure enough, they were getting ready. They were preparing for this plan. But in the meantime... The caravan driver was saying, Come on, let's go, everybody. Coming here, paying your fee. Do you have the money for what we have to do here? Because, you know, it is very expensive now to have a caravan because the attacks on the caravans have been increasing very much. And therefore, since the caravan attacks are increasing very much, I was forced to hire more mercenary soldiers to be able to help and defend our caravan. So, if you cannot afford my new price, <laughs> tough luck. Bye-bye. Uh, excuse me, I'm chilling me, pardon me. Uh, what did you say? I'm uh, oh, oh, one of your Jewish people. Yes, what is it? I'd like to join your caravan. I'll pay the full price. Here you go, sir. Now just sign the papers that are necessary, and you're going to watch and protect us, and so on and so forth. And we stop to rest on Shabbos. 
For that amount of money, I'll rest on two Shabbosim. <laughs> okay, not problem. Uh, shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, how are you? And hey, my name is Tuli, and I'm a friend of... Uh, 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 you know. I recognize you, you've traveled in my caravan before. Not a problem, sure, sure, sure. You would like to travel in the caravan again? Not a problem. Sure, you could travel. Not a problem. Fine, fine. As long as you pay the price. I always pay the price, you know that. Fine. Okay, tomorrow morning we leave. And sure enough, by the next morning, the caravan was, everybody was loaded, everybody was packed, everybody was at the meeting point. And the guards were there shopping their swords. <laughs> if those robbers come, and they will meet my sword. And when they meet my sword, they'll have a big ending. <laughs> That'll be the end of those robbers. I'll teach them a lesson. Yeah! And so, sure enough, the next morning... That particular morning where everybody showed up, they were all gathered there, and the caravan leader said, All right, let me see, is everybody here now? Everybody seems to be here. Good, 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 good boy. Uh, what's that word you say, Jewish man over there? Uh, 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 Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Yeah, that's the word. Bukachem, Bukachem. Okay, everybody ready? And I blow the trumpet of the ear. Uh, everybody Start moving out, okay, let's go. And sure enough, he blew that trumpet. I had trumpets in those days. Well, it could have been a chauffeur. Whatever it was they blew, you know, what it sounded like, or what it sounded like, or what it sounded like, whatever it was, they blew, and the, and the signal came, and the caravan was moving out. Now, of course, caravans cannot move very fast because some of the wagons are loaded, some of the donkeys are loaded, some of the camels are loaded, and and, and everybody's loaded. Anyone who drinks is loaded. Uh, uh, excuse me. You'll see, where did that come in? Oh, you're talking about loaded. <laughs> and the policeman's gun is loaded, and, and my mouth is loaded. Okay, I'm going to sit down, right? Okay. Uh. Well, if you know the story, you could tell the next part. Okay, so they began traveling, and everything was uneventful the first day and the second day. And Shabbos, they stopped for the rest. And then after Shabbos, they continued. And they were coming closer and closer to the place where the robbers planned to rob. And that morning, the robbers were getting ready to. What do you mean, they were getting ready to? Oh, they were getting ready to, not as in to like all show. They were getting ready to rob. <laughs> Get it? To, 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 to rob. You know what I mean? <laughs> Now, see, I'll never figure you out. You have to. You created me. I mean, yeah, well, whatever. Okay, whatever. Anyway, so what do you say happened? Uh, well, they were, they were traveling, and, and the robbers were getting ready. All right. Everybody's in position. Okay. Now, since I am well known as the chief of the thieves, of the bandits, so I will leave, so they will think that it's not a trick. And uh, we will take ten men from this side, ten men from this side, and the other twenty men will be hiding in the gorge. <laughs> Everybody smile, because finally we'll have a very big robbery. 
All right. Yeah. Ahmad, what do you see? <laughs> I see. I gotta blow my nose. Uh, one second. Uh, okay, I blow my nose. That's not what I mean, Ahmad. Do you see the caravan? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I see the caravan. Uh, oh boy, this is a big caravan. Lots of people are going. Uh, uh. How many guards do they have? Oh, it looks like one, two, three, a guard, five, six, seven, um, twenty-one, a uh, fifty-three. No, that's not it. No, that's not a guard. That's just a guy who looks like three guards. <laughs> they got one guard is a little bit on the heavy side. All right. Uh, oh, look at that! Would you? Would you? Would you look at that? I, I, I counted. Um, I'm counting like um, just like um, um, um. I think there's fifty guards. Hmm. Very good. All right. Wait for my signal. Get ready in the gourds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go. When they come closer, get ready. When I shall charge, you know what to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're going to wait over here for them to come through the gorge. <laughs> and they waited. And they waited. And they waited. And they waited. And they waited even more. You'll see. I could tell them that. Well, I would just want them to stop waiting. All right. Well, they're almost there. Are you guys almost there? Yes, we are almost there. Why? Is it something I should know, Rabbi Earths? <laughs> well, actually, I'm not supposed to tell you because then the story can happen the way it happened. And since the story already happened, so I don't want to change what happened because you can't change the past because it already happened. You know what I mean? Or... You're also trying to confuse me. No problem. And so, finally, they were close enough. And then it happened. That man on top, the chief, uh, uh, Abdul, he went over and he gave the shout. Abdul, are you there? One second, I'm middle of brushing my teeth. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 it's time. Okay, charge! And, of course, he shouted charge. And the next thing you know, you heard the horses galloping down. And they were coming closer and closer. And finally, these horses with the horsemen attacked the caravan from two sides. But the chief of the caravan, the leader, said, uh, I pay you missionary man. I mean, you have a missionary man. Missionary. <laughs> oh, when, when, when there's a battle going on, I get confused. A missionary man. Soldiers. Protect us. Don't worry. We'll protect you. That's what we're paid for. All right? If we don't protect you, we don't get paid. So, of course, we're going to protect you. And, of course, there was a big battle. You heard the swords banging back and forth. And you heard people screaming, Oh, you hurt me. Cut it out. Or maybe on the second that you have a sword, don't cut it out. Well, oh, help me. Help me. Help. help. And people were screaming. But just like the plan was set, the mercenary soldiers were getting the upper hand. And the leader of the bandits said, Retreat, retreat. To the guards, retreat. Let's go back to our hideout. And of course, they were on their horses and were galloping towards the gorge. And while they were galloping towards the gorge, all of a sudden, as they were galloping there, 
the <laughs> mercenary said, You know what? Let's teach them a lesson they'll never forget. While they're running, let's attack them. Let's take care of them. Let's destroy them once and for all. Yeah! And sure enough, those mercenary men fell for the trap. They began to gallop on their horses towards the gorge. And finally, they came to the gorge, and they said, Ha ha! You think you trapped us? <clears throat> yes, we trapped you. Of course we did. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take care of you now. This is the end of you. You're going to be the end of you. <laughs> and suddenly, the leader of the bandit said, Oh, really? I don't think so. Huh? What do you mean you don't think so? We got the upper hand here. <laughs> You're trapped. I don't think so. I think you're trapped. Turn around. You went, whoa, boy, we're in trouble now. And suddenly, the other bandits that were hiding over there jumped down. And these mercenary soldiers were surrounded. And those that didn't surrender, unfortunately, they were killed. The others who surrendered, they were captured. And then after they were captured and the battle was over, these bandits rode off to the caravan. And the caravan leader started to think, Oh, look, here comes the mercenary soldiers. They took care of them. <laughs> Soon as they come back, we'll be able to travel some more. This is great. Yes, yes. Uh-oh, they're coming closer. They're not dressed like our mercenary men. Whoa, boy, we got big problem here. Whoa, 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 whoa. What are we going to do? Um, <clears throat> everybody, do you know how to fight? I know how to fight with a toothpick. Uh, you think a toothpick is good to fight against a guy with a sword? Oh, boy. We're in big trouble now. Ha, I'm not afraid of them. They want to fight. I'll give them a fight. And they attacked the caravan. The bandits attacked the caravan. And anyone who was foolish enough to try to fight the bandits, were killed. Unfortunately. And those who were smart enough not to fight back, they were captured. And all the loot was taken. The gems, the spices, the gold, the silver, whatever these people carried and had with them, were all taken by the bandits. And everyone who was still standing that was captured were told, <laughs> this is our best day in a long time. <laughs> uh, excuse me, uh, pardon me. Um, um, I'm sure look me. Excuse me, pardon me. Um, and uh, you know we didn't fight back, and and you took everything. So, uh, can my friend and I go now? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you took my gems, you got everything, and we didn't fight you. Well, no, so can we just leave and go? <laughs> You're very funny. <laughs> no, you cannot go. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. <laughs> We're going to take you because you're our captives, you know. You're our prisoners. We're going to go to the next town and sell you in the slave market. <laughs> oh, please. Please don't sell us for a slave. 
I mean, Avodah Yinu Lafar Bimitzrayim. I mean, that was already. Pesach was, Shavuos was, you know. Pretty soon it's going to come. Tisha, please do me a favor. Don't sell us for slaves. You're going to stop me? Uh, I think you should be quiet now, Tully, <laughs> before he loses his temper. Uh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I guess if we're sold as slaves, there's a chance that we live and maybe we can get away. And so the caravan people traveled with all their prisoners to the next town. And, of course, as they arrived in the next town, they came there and they pulled up their horses. And, of course, all the people in that town, they knew that these people were not exactly the nicest people. But then again, <laughs> they did business with them. They got them slaves and things like that. And these people, it was an Arabic town. And this Arabic town, they went over and it came to the center because this here uh, leader of the thieves, if you want to call him the chieftain, whatever you want to call him, he went over and he said, uh, come and get it, buy your slaves here, fresh slaves, fresh out of the freezer. <laughs> You'll see. I don't know, how, how do they say fresh slaves? What do they do? I'll show you how they do it. Um, chieftain? Yes. All right, here. We are here in the marketplace. May I have your attention, please? Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention? Thank you, thank you, thank you. I, Sheikh uh, Abdul, <laughs> have acquired um, 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 through uh, various means uh, uh, people over here to sell for slaves. And um, you could uh, pick a slave based on your budget. We have strong ones. We have thin ones. We have fat ones. We have tall ones. We have tiny ones. <laughs> we have a slave that meets your every need. So, step up. And sure enough, I know, sure enough, uh, they were being sold as slaves, and then it came up to um, 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 Tully and Beryl. Uh, that's right. All right, we have these two over here. Anyone want to buy them together or separate? I will buy that one. That one over there. You, you'll work for me. Yes? Uh, well, um, I don't have much of a choice, do I? <laughs> All right, I hope you're paying a good price for me. <laughs> I hope I'm worth it. Don't worry. You'll be worth it. And if you're not, no problem. I'll just get rid of you. And then I'll buy another one. <laughs> this chieftain over here, Abdul, is always managing to get many. <laughs> All right, I'll buy him, no matter what the price. And sure enough, he paid for the price, and this person went with him. Meanwhile, there was the gem dealer, Beryl. All right, do I have anyone who wants to buy this nice tall fellow over here? I mean, we have him here, you know. Anybody want to buy him? <laughs> Come on, step up to the plate. Buy him, buy him, buy him, buy him now while he's fresh. <laughs> Come on, come on, he's a strapping strong man. Come on. And a different kind of Arab, sheikish type of person who had a more refined personality came over and he said, Yes, by all means, I would definitely like to buy this slave. I think he will suit me just fine. 
I'll buy him. Yes, please, drop the bill of sale. No problem. And so each one was sold, on their way being taken away with their <coughs> new owners. Each one said, Well, uh, I don't know if I'll see you anymore, but in case uh, you do escape, uh, tell what happened. And if you find out that I died or something, I'll stop talking like that already. Just do the same for me, okay? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. But I don't know if we'll see each other. I don't know what's going to be. Maybe one day we'll get home. Uh, 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 excuse me, sir. You're such a nice fella. Uh, maybe you want to release me. You know, I was really kidnapped. I'm very sorry. You see, it doesn't matter. I bought you. It's not my job to find out where you're from and how we got you. I bought you legally. In this country, we could buy slaves. So there you have it. What do you say? Okay. But I, 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 well, um, well, um, oh, guess I have no choice. All right, maybe I'll be good to him and he'll be good to me, because he seems to be a kind man. Meanwhile, Tully did not fear so good. All right, you. Now you listen to me. You come with me. And you do what you're told. Now, before you were <laughs> kidnapped and put up for auction for sale as a slave, <laughs> tell me what you used to do for a living. Maybe I have use for your trade. God, tell me. Well, um, to tell you the truth, I mean, the thing that I used to do was uh, I was a spice dealer. I know everything there is to know about spices. I don't need to have spices. I have sheep. You're going to take care of my sheep. You're going to take them out to pasture and graze them every day. And don't you dare lose one. But, sir, I have no training in this. We'll train you pretty fast. And you better learn pretty fast. And if you don't cooperate, should I tell you what I do to my slaves who don't listen? I'm kind of afraid to ask, but I have a funny feeling that I beat the daylights out of them. Uh, maybe beat the nightlights out of them. <laughs> don't be funny, or I will beat you at night. No, no, that's quite all right. Don't beat me in the daytime, don't beat me at nighttime. I'll try to be the best I can, okay? Okay, Rabbi Shalalem, help me off this place. I need to get off this place. I need to get out of here. Rabbi Shalalem, help, help, help. And of course, we dive into Hashem for help. But nothing seemed to be coming forward at that time. But in the meanwhile, going back to the gem dealer, good old Beryl. And sir, I just want you to know that I have horses over here, and I have camels. To me, my horses and camels are like the gems that you used to sell. So you took care of them, yes? Yes, I did. I most certainly did. And you will now take care of my horses and camels. And if you treat them nice, I will treat you nice. If you do a good job, I will do a good job. And since you are Jewish, I will even give you kosher food. Whatever you tell me, I will do. But I'm sorry. I cannot free you. Yes, I understand. Well, maybe one day you'll have a change of heart. Well, maybe I will. 
And maybe I won't. But it's not today. Oh, well. And so what ended up happening was for several weeks, each one was working. Tuli was working for the mean one. And, of course, Beryl was working for the nicer one. And one day it happened that <laughs> Tilly was taking the sheep out to the pasture. And at the same time, from the other side, <laughs> Beryl was taking the horses and camels out to the pasture. And, of course, you heard the sheep going, and, of course, you heard the horses going, and the camels, they weren't making much of a sound. Except maybe you heard once in a while, maybe something like that, maybe. But meanwhile, they were out there pasturing, eating the grass, when suddenly somebody thought he heard something. What was that? Sheep? In this part I never... Wait a minute. There's a shepherd here. Well, what's going on here? I hear some horses. <laughs> well, somebody else is here. I wonder what it is. I can't believe it. <gasps> Beryl, is that you? <laughs> what? I, I can't believe it. Uh, Tully, is, is that you? Yeah, this is me. Wow, what are you doing here? I'm taking out the... Uh, you know, the camels and the horses to, to, to graze in the grass, in the public uh, grass over here. Well, and that's what I'm doing to the sheep. Well, so tell me about uh, who do you work for? Well, uh, I think, Baruch Hashem, I'm pretty lucky. Really? Why? Well, uh, my master is pretty nice. As long as I take care of his animals and everything, he treats me very nice. Really does. And he made sure that I eat kosher food. He's getting me kosher food. It's unbelievable. Oh, really? Wow. That's very nice. And what's your master like? Well, that's really very nice. Uh, uh, Tully, I asked you a question. What's your master like? Uh, My master, uh, nothing like yours. What is he like? He's very cruel, very mean. If I don't do something that he wants right away, he starts kicking me and beating me. Sometimes with his hands, sometimes with a stick. I'm telling you. Look at me. I'll roll up my sleeves. Look, I'm black and blue. Well, um, you know, it's really bad because if Hasvashalom, something happens to one of the sheep, he really gets angry and then he really beats me and, and everything. And just then, while they were talking, a wolf was coming by. Oh! Oh! And the wolf was coming by. And as this wolf came by, suddenly they attacked one of the sheep. And it grabbed the sheep and dragged it away. Oh, no, that wolf came and took a sheep away. Ay, 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 what am I going to do? Uh-oh, I'm in 
big trouble. Listen to me. He's going to probably beat the living daylights out of me. And if he does, ay, 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 I'm telling you, oh, it's going to be bad news. What am I going to do? He's going to beat me. Oh, dear me, oh, my. What am I supposed to do? Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> oh, I am going to cry again. Oh, dear me, oh, my. Oh, dear. <laughs> I think I have to blow my nose again when I cry. <sighs> Oh, dear me, oh my. <laughs> uh, wait, don't you usually blow your nose like... Uh, yeah, but I don't know. My nose is sore from the last time he punched me in the nose. Oh, this is terrible. Listen, you know, promise me, if he beats me to death, you'll, you'll come back to my place, and I'll give you a map. You hear this map before he finds out that I'm missing a sheep, and then you'll come and check on me, and then you'll bury me, okay? And you'll go back, and you'll tell, 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 tell the rabbi and everything, so this way my wife is not in Laguna, okay? And she'll be able to marry again, okay? Could you, 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 could you do it? Could you, could you, could you, could you do it? All right, I, I guess so. I mean, we are friends, and we made a pact with each other. Yes, I'll do it. But hopefully, you'll be all right. I hope so. And sure enough, when Tully came back with the other sheep, he was hoping he wouldn't notice. <laughs> so, you were out there a long time. You pastured my sheep. That's good. They eat grass. That's even better. <laughs> all right. Bring them over here. Put them in this uh, corral. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, something is wrong. What's wrong? What's the problem? One of the sheep are missing. What happened? Oh, um, um, um. I said, what happened? Um, um, um. And before I could answer, this mean, cruel master hit Tully. And hit him again. And he started beating him and knocked him down to the floor. And his nose was bleeding a little bit. And a little bit blood from his lips. And he said... Please, sir, give me a chance to explain. There's nothing to explain. You'll probably tell me that a wolf came and attacked the sheep. Last time you told me a hyena came and attacked the sheep. That's exactly what happened. I mean, I'm one person. How can I protect over a hundred sheep? That's not my problem. You lose me another sheep again, and I'll beat you to death. You understand? Yes, yes. And of course, since the two of them met to meet up every day, what happened was this. When he didn't meet up with Beryl, so he was worried that maybe something really bad happened to Tuli. But a few days later, Tuli did show up. And when Tuli showed up a few days later, what happened was he looked a little bruised, limping, but nonetheless he was okay. Listen to me. I don't know if I can take this anymore. The next time he's gonna beat me, who knows what's gonna happen? You gotta do me a favor. Listen, if I don't make it the next time, you check on me, okay? You check on me and then if he kills me, please bury me. Bury me, and then you go away, and you, 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 you go over, and, and you, you get home, and you tell the rabbi that you, you, you buried me, okay, and you saw me. You know what? I have a better idea. Why don't we both escape? <clears throat> That's a great idea. Why don't we both escape? <clears throat> well, I'll come up with a plan. My master doesn't watch me as carefully. 
He trusts me. And you know what? One night you'll sneak back to my side and we'll escape. Oh, I wish I had the strength to do that. I'm limping now. My foot hurts. I got bruises all over. I don't know. I, I, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. No, no, no. No, you know, I have to wait until I get stronger. And hopefully I can get stronger before nothing happens. You know what I mean? Like not another wolf or a hyena or whatever. You know what I mean? Yes, I understand. No problem. And, of course, a few days later, there was nothing. No sight. No sighting of Tully. He waited three days. He didn't see him. And so... He went over to his master. That is Beryl. Excuse me. Uh, you know, my friend that I meet sometimes in the pasture when he's working for his other person, uh, he hasn't come lately. Perhaps he is sick. Would it be all right if I go and visit him? Is it okay with you? Well, to tell you the truth, you are so trustworthy. I let you alone so many times, and you always return. I trust you. Yes, you may go and visit your friend. You've earned my trust by your trust. Go ahead, go, visit him. I hope he's well. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, I hope so too. And so, sure enough, so, uh, sure enough, of course, you know, um, um, uh, Beryl went to visit Tully, but of course he had to wait until it was night time. It was very dark, and that particular night, the moon wasn't shining. It was one of those nights that the moon doesn't shine. It's like in between the cycle. First the moon grows big, 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 and then it grows small, 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 right? Okay, and then it grows big, big, big. We got the idea. All right, so anyways, so that was kind of night. There was no moon shining. That's right. And so he snuck in to the barn, the old shed where Tully was sleeping. Psst, psst. Tully, Tully, it's me. It's me, Beryl. Tully, Tully. Psst, psst. Tully, it's me, Beryl. Hello? Hello, hello? Oh, my goodness. The British line, he's not moving. I, his face is all bloody, is it? Oh, my goodness, this is terrible. Um, you know what? Um, you know what I gotta do? I, I give him my word. I'll bury him. That's what I'll do. And so he took Tully, and he gave him a Jewish burial. At least, that's what it seemed. What do you mean, that's what it seems? Oh, oh, you know, it has a happy ending, don't worry. And why are you telling me this now? Uh, because I don't want anybody to get scared. It has a happy ending. But I don't want to give it away yet. Uh-uh, but, but did he bury Tully? Mm, he buried the, he buried the Tully. Uh-uh, oh, I, 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 I don't want to give it away either. Good, fine, so let me finish. And so what ended up happening was he buried Tully. And then he realized, you know, I don't have to wait for Tully anymore to get better because he's not. You know what? My boss trusts that I'll come back. He won't look for me. Before he has a chance, let me use the cover of darkness to escape. And sure enough, that is what Beryl did. And he walked throughout the night. And being that the sun was not beating... He didn't schwitz, he didn't sweat, and he was able to go on and on, walk many miles, and finally he arrived in a Jewish place, a place that there were many Jews, some well-to-do. Shalom Aleichem, Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi, ah, Shalom Aleichem, 
What's happening? Oh my goodness, you're wearing such smarted clothing. What, what happened? And he told over his whole story. Not a problem. Rabbi, what do you say? I think it's not a problem. I'm willing to pay some money to help him get back home. Sure, for, for, for sure. Yeah, me too. And so sure enough, they, they, they went over. Uh, and they went over. And, and they went over. And they raised the money. And they went home. He sent them home. And he was back on his feet. And he went to the Rav. And he explained. So, Rav, that's the story. So my friend, he died and I buried him. So his wife should not be in Aguna. So please free her. Yes, let her be get married. I'm sorry, but I must ask you a few questions. Are you sure this was Toei? <laughs> Reva, I was standing right next to him. Uh, tell me. What was the room like? Uh, the room was dark. Uh, it was in a barn. Um, the the uh, the uh, moon wasn't shining that night, so it was. Okay. The moon was dark. The moon was dark, and uh, you know, I, I I the moon was dark. Yes. Uh, yes, the moon was dark. That means it wasn't shining that night. No, and there was no light coming into the room. Uh, no, no, but 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 I know it was my friend because he was the one that was living there. Ah, are you sure you buried him? He was wearing the same clothes that when I spoke to him the night before. But how do you know he didn't change clothing? <laughs> he wasn't able to. He was lying there tied up. Uh, his master tied him up and beat him like that, so he shouldn't have a chance to run away or stop the beating. Uh, I'm telling you, it was Tully. I'm sorry. Did you actually see his actual face? Uh, it was very dark. I, I couldn't see the actual face. Then I'm very sorry. His wife cannot get married. She's still in Laguna. We need 100% proof. <laughs> what? Yes, we need 100% proof. We need 100% proof. I see. Okay, fine. I don't know what I'm going to tell his wife. And sure enough, the wife came, spoke to the Rav, and the Rav said, I'm very sorry. Until we have definite proof that your husband is not living, I cannot let you get married again. I'm very sorry. And a year passed by. And, of course, Beryl felt very bad because his friend could not get married. His friend's wife could not get married. But Beryl, when he was back on his feet, he supported his wife, his friend's wife, that is. He supported his friend's wife. And he took care of them. But then another year passed by. And each year, Tuli's wife came and cried to the Rebbe. But the Rebbe said, I'm sorry. There are many things in the Torah that doesn't make sense. But they are for our benefit. And just because it doesn't make sense to you, it doesn't mean it's not for your benefit. And a third year passed by. And suddenly there was a stranger that came to Tully's wife's door, knocked on the door. Yes, who is there? Uh, it's a visitor, a very special one. That voice, I know I heard it before. Oh, my goodness! Tully, is that you? Yes, it is, in the flesh and blood. And sure enough, it was Tully! I knew it! Yes, 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 you know, but let me finish up. Anyways, so Tully was there. And Tully was mamish over there, jumping for joy and dancing with his family. And then 
When Beryl heard about it, he ran over there. Huh, I can't believe it. Tully, this is you. How did you get here? <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, well, what was like this. You see, I, I started to get better. And then I, I decided I have to escape or else I'm going to be killed. So I started to escape. And then I met somebody. And that somebody was the, you know, the Arab leader that, you know, the the, the guy who, who led the, 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 the caravan. Not the caravan, the chieftain, you know, for the robbers. Yes, yes, yes. Well, anyways, what he did was it was really bad. So, so he went over and 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 he, and he, you know, like I, I recognized him, but he didn't recognize me. So uh, he asked me why I looked so tied up and you know shriveled like this, and I told him that the guy was beating me because he wanted me to marry his daughter. But I said I'm Jewish and I can't marry her. So he said, and he said he wanted to marry her. So I said, okay, fine, you want to marry her, no problem. But you know what? They, I got an idea. He, he, you just say yes, yes, whatever he asks you. You know what I mean? But 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 let's trade clothing. And so the Arab, you know, he gave me his clothing, and I wore, and I gave him mine. So the guy that you buried wasn't me; it was him. But 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 he was all bloody. But uh, I know because in the dark, um, the guy thought it was me, and and he didn't ask him any questions. Probably just beat him to death. You know what I mean? So it was the chieftain, you know, from from the from the bandits that that was uh, killed and and buried. And here I am. But how come it took you so long to get home? Oh, because I got lost, and then I got sick, and I was delirious, and then some people picked me up and took care of me, and eventually they nursed me back to health, and my memory came back, and eventually I made it back home. Wow. Unbelievable. And when his wife heard this, also she said, Do you see how great the Tyra is? We didn't understand it, but the Rob said, You didn't see my husband's face, so therefore I'm still in Laguna. Wow. Unbelievable our Torah, no? <laughs> Yes, it is. Indeed, it is. Wow, that was a terrific story. Okay, let's see if we can take some phone calls over here. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, well, uh, hello, you're on the air. Uh, what's your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Uh, hello? Uh, what, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah, see? Stop putting a piece of tape on my mouth. Yeah. I'm sorry about that, Marsha, but, you know, we got to take a couple out of phone calls. So uh, tell us what <laughs> lesson you learned tonight's story. Why did I manage to get in? Okay, well, what lesson did you learn? Um, my lesson is that uh, you shouldn't really try to, how do you say, beat somebody even though they did something wrong. You know what I mean? You think that I did something wrong my father would be me? I need to show that I'm sorry. That's right. You got that right. Okay, so now we got to try to go on to the next caller because the switchboard is lit up. Okay, so... Oh, really? Yeah. I'm not surprised. Okay, so bye-bye. See you, Marcia. Okay. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, next phone call. Okay, I think we have time for at least one more phone call. That's lit. This last call. Okay, La I have time for one more call. Okay, hello, you're on the air. Uh, what's your name? And what lesson did you learn tonight's story? Okay. Hello? Yes. You're on the air. What's your name and what lesson you learned tonight's story? My name is Benyam and I. I do not have any lessons, but I want to tell you that you did a great job. Sorry. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Okay, so we don't have any more time to do to, to any more. Okay, so that's all the time we have. Sorry, I had no idea how long the story is. It's a brand new story. I never told it before. Okay. And that's why I didn't know the story. That's right. So, okay, until next time, till next week, everybody have a wonderful For weekend, a wonderful Shabbos. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.